welcome to Grace News, Devotions at the Piano with Marlene. Every Monday, I will share a brief devotional based on the scripture with the theme of reflection, song, and prayer. Let's go to God together. Today's devotional is entitled, It Took a Miracle. And our scripture reference comes from Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to 31. I'm not going to read all those verses. I'm going to highlight two verses in the English Standard Version. It reads in verse 1, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And verse 10, God called the dry land earth. And the waters that were gathered together, he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Saints of God, what is a miracle? And Sister Marlene, where are you going with today's devotion? What direction are you going into? I'm going to, give me a second and I'll show you. According to Miriam's Webster Dictionary, it says, A miracle is an extraordinary event manifesting divine intervention in human affairs. My definition is nobody but God could have done this. Nobody but God. When you think of miracles that occurred in the New Testament and the Old Testament, which ones come to mind? Could it be the one everybody likes to talk about? Jesus turning the water into wine at the Canaan wedding? In John 2, verses 1 through 11, or one of my favorite is the man who got healed at the Bethesda pool, trying to get into those waters for 38 years. That can be found in John 5, verses 1 through 15. And the feeding of the 5,000 in John 6, verses 5 to 14. There's so many different types of miracles. There's the healing miracle. There's the control over nature. One of my favorite miracles is when Jesus opened up the Red Sea and the Israelites were allowed to run across on dry land. The sand wasn't wet. It was dry. And then them Egyptians thought they can come behind them and use that same miracle. I don't think so. That's one of my favorite. And another type of miracle is the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. There are so many miracles recorded in the Bible. Two of the greatest miracles in my eyes are the creation of the world and everything in it by God in Genesis 1, verse 1 through chapter 3, verse 24. And then the rising of Jesus from the dead to give us eternal life. Miracles show us the power of God. I still can't understand why, after watching Jesus perform a a great amount of miracles, the scribes, the Sadducees, and the Pharisees still didn't believe. Why did they not believe? Well, they were blinded, their hearts were hard. And the Bible says that in John 12, 4, John states that he has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts that they should not see with their eyes, nor understand with their heart and be converted and I should heal them. Many people still don't believe 
in God today. They're called atheists, a person who disbelieves or lacks a belief in the existence of God. There's another group called agnostics. There's someone who doesn't believe it's possible to know for sure that a God exists. Well, my friends, I am here to tell you today, there is a God who created heaven and earth, and he rules heaven and earth. Yes, he gives us free will. We can do what we want to do because God has given that to mankind. But know that there is a God that created heaven and earth. God created this world in six days and everything that's in it. He created the moon, the stars, the sun, the earth. He created the animals. He created men and women and a whole lot more. Today, I want to share with you how I recently experienced God's creation. I recently returned from a trip to Kenya, East Africa, and Tanzania, or I heard Americans have been saying it wrong, it's Tanzania in East Africa. And I saw the beauty of God while on vacation. My granddaughter, my daughter, and another family consisting of my granddaughter's best friend and their mother and father, we all went to Kenya and Tanzania, which is located in East Africa. My grandbaby had her second birthday celebration. We went to visit some friends in East Africa who are godparents to my granddaughter. And while we were there, my granddaughter celebrated her second birthday with a beautiful birthday party. A lot of children she didn't know, but she learned who they were and experienced joy as she celebrated her second birthday. Well, we enjoyed being in Kenya for two weeks, and we also went to the safari. And to see God's handiwork. Okay, I love the zoo. I, I've been to so many zoos all over the world, the Toronto Zoo, the Philadelphia Zoo, the Bronx Zoo, um, Oakland Zoo. I love zoos. But to see the animals in their own habitat experience life on their terms and doing what God created them to do was mind-blowing. One morning, all of us were in the, the van going through the safari, and we just start breaking out into song. We start singing, How Great Is Our God. 6 a.m., you have to get up when the animals get up. If you want to see lions, I can't say tigers because there are no tigers in, in East Africa. 6 o'clock in the morning, the kids got up. The two-year-old girls got up, and we were in a van, and we were singing, How Great Is Our God. To see the, the sun coming up, to see the animals relating to each other. I was a little scared when I saw the lion look at the zebra. And the zebra looked back at him, and they were like, what are we going to do? And then, and then the lion decided just to go on by this way. 
That was mind blowing. And then one day, the girls saw the lion, not, well, they saw the lion, but they saw the giraffes and the elephants. And they just started screaming and clapping. They were just excited to see God's creation right in front of their face. Oh, they were just excited. Uh, what a beautiful experience to see God's handiwork up close. Now, the lions didn't get close to the van. The elephants did, but the lions didn't get close to us. And as I was experiencing um, our different times in the safari, it's amazing how God created each animal and each species and how they eat, how they protect themselves, how they blend into the landscape. How great is our God? And then we went to Tanzania or Tanzania. My friends, in our scripture today, it talks about God making the seas. There's so many different seas and oceans. Now, I've been to the Atlantic Ocean. I've been to the Pacific Ocean. And I've been to the Indian Ocean. I've been to Kenya before. Not Tanzania, but I've been. So, I've seen the Indian Ocean. But this is the first time I ever swam in the Indian Ocean. But the funny part about my trip, there's no water in the Indian Ocean at the edge of the beach until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. God regulates the heavens. He regulates the seas. So there's a high tide and a low tide. So there is no water at the beach's edge until 2 o'clock. And as you sit on the beach and absorb the sun, minute by minute, you see the water edge and creep to the edge. But it does not come in until 2 o'clock. So as soon as it came in, I was out in the water enjoying the beauty of the seas. But then around 4 o'clock, the waves become rough. Now, if you never see me, I weigh, I won't tell you what I weigh, but that wave knocked me over at the edge of the beach. I was getting out and it knocked me over and I couldn't get up. I said, oh Lord, help me get up. And next thing you know, another wave came and hit me. I said, Lord, help me get out this, this, this ocean. And I got out. Did I have fun? Yes, I did. But what I want you to know is the water took forever to get there. And then after two hours, it became rough. So I asked one of the resort employees about when does the water go back far into the ocean? And he said around 3 a.m. in the morning. How great is our God? You cannot tell me that there is a man on this earth that could have done what God has done. 
No one can take responsibility or credit for putting this world in its place but God. Everyone takes part in the miracle of God. As we walk this earth, experience the sun, the moon, and stars, the night and day, the food that comes from the earth, breathing the air that we breathe. Mind you, God did not pollute the earth, man did. God didn't pollute the seas, man did. But he gave us a wonderful earth. He gave us wonderful seas and oceans. Tell me, who would not want a relationship with a God that has given us so much? And then he gives us Jesus Christ, who came to the earth as a baby, grew up and told others about God, his father, and trained the disciples, died on the cross, and rose again to to give us eternal life if we accept and believe. Wouldn't you want to know a God like that for yourself? Hallelujah. Wouldn't you want to serve him after accepting Jesus Christ as your personal savior for all the things that he's done for you? Remember who set everything in place. God. God has given us the ability to accept or reject him. We can be an agnostic. We can be an atheist. I hope you wouldn't want to be after God showing who he is to us today. Come to him today if you don't know him for yourself. God did all of this for us. Let's thank him, hallelujah, for the world we live in, the ground we walk on, and the air that we breathe. For the beauty of the earth. Thank you, Jesus. For the beauty of the We give God praise today for his creation. We give God praise for his provisions for us to live each day. Can you imagine if God just decided to suck all the air out the earth? Oh, Lord. Oh, I don't want to imagine that. Let's not even imagine that. But, God, we thank you for your creation. Help us to take care of your creation. Our closing song today is It Took a Miracle by John W. Peterson. My father is omnipotent and that you can
for this day. We thank you for being the God of all creation. We thank you for your handiwork. We thank you for the earth that we walk on, the air that we breathe, for the fun times of swimming in the oceans that you've created. Oh God, we give you praise today. We thank you for the rising of the sun, until the setting of the, of the same. We thank you for the moon that lights the night and the early morning. Nobody but you, God. You are the miracle worker. You have set all this in place for us. And we give you thanks and we give you praise. We pray that people will see the beauty of the earth given to us by God. Help us to take care of your earth, Lord. We pollute the earth with our trash. We pollute the earth with some of the things that we do with our companies. Oh, God, help us to want to do what is right for mankind and for what you've given to us. We pray for those persons who do not know Jesus, who are agnostics or atheists who don't believe in God, or there's no way to even for them to even confirm that there is a God, but we know there is a God. And I thank you for my relationship with you. Oh, we give you praise and we give you glory. We pray for each listener today. You know what they have need of. And you're omniscient because you know everything. We ask you to minister to them today. We thank you for this day, I pray. Amen. Thanks for joining me today on Grace Notes, Devotions at the Piano with Marlene. Make sure you visit my website, MarleneJenkinsCooper.com, where you can connect with me. I would love to hear from you. While you're at it, if you found value in this podcast, I'd appreciate it if you click on the button to subscribe or follow and give us a rating wherever you listen to your podcast. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that would help me out too. If you like this podcast, you may want to check out my book, Grace Notes, 5-Minute Inspirational Devotions, the church choir, musicians, and friends of music. Be sure to tune in on Monday for new releases of our devotional episodes. 
God's grace is sufficient for each of us. Blessings.